0: You're listening to Beer Here, the weekly podcast on wfmu.org We also have an accompanying blog which can be found at beerhere.blogspot.com. Last week's podcast was a recording of a New Orleans-style second-line funeral march conducted for Ray Dieter, the founder of famed New York City beer bar DBA. Ray was killed a few weeks ago when he was struck by a car while bicycling to work on a Monday afternoon. Ray was not only a friend, but he was a central figure in the craft beer world. He was a true champion of craft brewing and quality beer. This week, a colleague and close friend of Ray, Dan Shelton, shares some insight into Ray's unique and inspiring character. I figured i first met Ray in early 1997. I had just started importing Cantillon, and I had no idea how I was going to sell all the beer that I bought. I was having a tasting for various bar and restaurant people at the Waterford Ale House. Ray had just opened DBA just a couple years earlier. Knowing that DBA was the hot new good beer bar in the city at a time when it was still really hard to find good beer, I asked someone to get in touch with Ray and ask him along. When he showed up, he gave me a business card with DBA's motto on it, drink good stuff. He had been told that Cantillon was good stuff, and he was there to check it out. Nobody was aware at that point that we were really at the start of a good beer revolution. What we had called then microbrew was failing badly and the general feeling was that it had been all just a brief, delirious fad that had already come and gone. I don't remember a whole lot about that occasion, but I know that Ray and I hit it off right away. Ray was cool, but friendly, and instantly ready to help me out by putting Canty on his beer list. He was also serious about good beer, but he didn't appear to be dogmatic about it, and he had a tremendous, and I'd say quirky, sense of humor about what he was doing. He explained to me that he and his partner, Dennis, had chosen the name DBA while they were filling out their license application. There was a space for the corporate name and another space where they were supposed to fill in the trade name, or DBA. Ray and Dennis thought it was funny to just repeat the term DBA, so their DBA became DBA, and that was the name of the bar. They also had a second model besides drink good stuff. Ray explained there was a whole lot of hassle with the tax people had a problem with the fact that dba didn't want to serve food the tax people finally informed him that the way to look at this tax situation was to consider that every pint they served at dba was a meal for tax purposes ray with typical irony adopted that second motto every drink is a meal most importantly even though when i first sat down with ray he was known to have lindemans on tap occasionally he was wide open to the real stuff the sour and the funky stuff and he liked Cantillon right away. I don't remember how it went from there, but pretty soon I was visiting BBA pretty regularly and sitting with Ray to taste new beers I'd come up with, uh, other things that he wanted me to try, not just beer, but whiskey, bourbon, tequila, for example, that I had never even paid attention to before. I also met a lot of other great beer people, bar guys like Tom Peters of Monks in Philadelphia, brewers like Phil Markowski of South Public House, various beer writers, and plenty of beer geeks some of them all became friends of mine, all while hanging out with Ray at DBA. At some point, when it seemed that both Ray's business and mine were finally doing a little better than just scraping by, he started meeting me in Europe to go beer hunting. We spent a lot of time in Belgium, the Netherlands, and France, and then in Germany and the UK. A lot of my friends became his friends, and a lot of my favorite beers became Ray's favorite beers. We came and began begin to talk about what a blast we had. For lovers of good stuff to drink, it was a dream. When I learned about Ray's bike accident a couple of weeks ago, I had to contact some of my mutual friends in Europe to let them know that it didn't look like Ray would pull through. The first one I called was Yvonne Debats, a connoisseur of good stuff to drink and now a brewer in Brussels. He said that Ray represented the U.S. to him. Ray was somehow the quintessential American. Sometimes when a European says something like that, it's meant to be taken negatively. They do get their share of ugly Americans, of course. But Yvonne was quick to add that he meant that in the absolute best way. Since then, I've thought about Ray a lot, and I think I know just what Yvonne meant. First, Ray lived for his enthusiasms. He was genuinely thrilled by good stuff, and he had talent for finding it. Not just drink, food, music, art, cinema, everything. And As soon as he found anything that was good, he wanted to share it. That's why he started DBA in the first place. Not too long ago, he gave me a, a bag of... Black popcorn, which he said was the most amazing popcorn in the world. I thought it was a little bit weird, but as it happens, I love popcorn. Maybe Ray knew from some late-night drunken conversation that we had had that mutual interest. I don't know. Anyway, I popped it up. It was good stuff. Ray was also incredibly open and open-minded. Ray was always just Ray. He dressed, spoke, and acted a certain way, always, no matter who he was with or where he was. He was one of those people you could call a character. And just as he assumed that everyone would accept him as he was, he was entirely open and accepting of everyone. And he liked a huge array of things. He often joked about my comparatively narrow approach to beer, for example. Ray would often sit in awe as we sipped one beer or another. This is one of my top ten beers ever, he would say. I must have heard it a hundred times. For Ray, it was possible to have more than a hundred top ten beers. In that way, Ray was very much in the moment. He understood so well that the taste of a beer at any one time was the product of a bunch of interrelated factors, including the person who was sharing it with him. If you think about it, why can't you have hundreds of top ten beers over the course of one well-spent lifetime? And just because there might be another, even better beer out there somewhere, that didn't stop you from feeling that right there, right then, the one in your hand was one of the best ever. Ray was always up for anything and fearless. If something sounded like it could be fun or interesting, Ray would go even if it might have been more sensible under the circumstances not to. It took a certain fearlessness to open a good beer bar just when all these flash-in-the-pan brew pubs were closing. In fact, just when Ray and Dennis were opening up, the owner of Zip City was photographed pouring a whole batch of beer down the drain ahead of bankruptcy. Many people never do anything unless they're pretty sure that it's going to work. Never try anything unless they're pretty sure it's safe. Ray's philosophy seemed to be that you shouldn't wait until everything is perfectly in place before launching into something. Otherwise, he might never do it. Ray didn't seem to worry too much about what might happen tomorrow, but there was something he wanted to do right now. And Ray's approach inspired other people, including me, to enjoy the moment and let the future sort itself out. My own most recent memorable night with crazy Ray was, as usual, completely unexpected and not particularly prudent. I had to make a presentation at 8 in the morning to our distributor sales team in Brooklyn, but Ray somehow talked me into staying up nearly all night in order to help him finish what he claimed was a $200 bottle of scotch. At 5 or 5.30, I finally went to sleep on Ray's couch with my shoes still on my feet. At 7, I was lightly showered, out the door, on my way, not feeling at all like a million bucks. I still remember the glazed faces of the audience as I told them what Ray and his pricey scotch had done to me. This is sometimes how business gets done, I told him. And in fact, it is. We're all here to share the good stuff, and that scotch was really good stuff. Those things about Ray, his fierce need to share his enthusiasms, his openness, and his fearlessness were absolutely essential in those early days of the Good Beer Revolution. Maybe you can recall, as I can, where we were back in 1997. Now you think about where we are now. It's a wholly different world. Ray has a lot to do with that. So... Having said all I want to say about Ray right now, I'm going to have a beer. And let's see, it's something, some strange thing from Italy. I don't know if it's any good at all. sort of a sample that came to us. It's described as an organic Pilsner wine. I have no idea what it's going to be. But I want to try to do like Ray, and I'm going to enjoy it. Here's to you, Ray. Thanks for listening to Beer Here a weekly podcast on wfmu.org and blog at beerhere.blogspot.com yeah